Hey, Nate, it's me again, your boy Cooper Cup. Sorry I missed our weekly temperature check on Tuesday. If I'm being completely honest with you, the reason I couldn't make it this week was because the deaf boys were having a players-only meeting. And let me tell you, the boys with the Z were pretty pissed off right now. Is it true that you benched our entire team? That's a real dick move, Nate. Based on what I've been seeing as the captain of this team and of your life, you lost this locker room a long time ago. We were all pretty skeptical when we found out you weren't willing to make the trip to Omaha for the draft. If you aren't committed to your boys from college, then how could we be sure you'd be committed to the deaf boys when things got tough during the season? But man, talk about a rough stretch recently. You said, and I quote, one week does not define the whole season. I think we all agree that this is true, but is it safe to say that four straight losses can define a season? I mean, we haven't even won a game since Henry went down and we are starting to wonder if you will ever make any adjustments. I'll just say it. You're being a true Husker right now, stuck in your ways and living in the past. Hey, Nate, it's time to wake up. It's 2021, and you nearly have a one-year-old in your house. I know you think it's your players that need to step it up, but we all think it's your time to step up. And remember, there's no excuse for starting the wrong guys. Every competent fantasy owner knows that there is zero luck involved in this game. So do the right thing and put us in your starting lineup, and we will ball out just like we always do. But just to be clear, we no longer play for you. We now play for our friends, our family, and the millions of dollars we receive to play this beautiful game. Anyway, I felt like you deserved to know what the team was thinking. They may hate your guts, but you know I will always love you. We still on for the pregame pep talk? Cool. Okay, bye. Hey guys, Jesse Tenney here. Do you guys remember when our good friend Jacob Engel went with us to Nebraska Western University and decided uh, to just up and leave Ditch, leave us behind at Wesleyan to chase a girl to Kearney and then uh, they didn't even make it? Yeah, me too. Hello, this is a prepaid collect call from Mr. Steal Your Swag from the Greyhound bus stop in Columbus, Ohio. To accept charges, press 1 now. This is the law office of Weiss Finkelstein Rosenberg. Finkelstein Jr. just wanted to give the league a taste of what we're going to be hearing at the end of the season when Trevor is stuck in the middle of Ohio somewhere after riding the bus. Um, the league has not heard from the law office. I know that is concerning, but uh, I want to assure everyone that we are building a case against this commissioner for the terrible scheduling atrocities that we've seen this year. Jesse in first place playing absolutely nobody on their best week, and me second to last playing everybody on their best week, playing Nate this week after five, about to be five losses this year for him uh, in a row, and so we're not worried, but as always, fuck you guys. Okay, my friends, uh, before I start, just want to wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving. Uh, love you guys. Um, yeah, thankful uh, for Westland and, and for our friendship. Let's get this thing going. Uh, I'm just going to give a rundown, um, one through, well, not including me because I'm flawless, obviously. Um, I'll just give a one through nine rundown of just some facts and some observations about the men in this group. Uh, Jesse Tenney, an incredibly average, slow-footed linebacker. Um, 42 Forever Go Blue is dead. The Bolts own A Street. We always will. Um, Amigos Ranch is ours. Uh, Bolts, 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 uh, forever and always. Okay, next up on my list is Aaron Oshner. Um, not a lot of bad things to say, just um, 
a really, really poor 2K player, and I, for years of friendship, have just dominated that man on the sticks. Um, Will Reimer, uh, former roommate, uh, weighs as much as his wife. It's probably all that needs to be said there. Uh, Matt Karloff, nothing really there. Just want to um, probably maybe state the fact that to reward himself for completing a, a video recording or a voice recording, Matt probably went out and, and rewarded himself with a PlayStation 5 for all his, his really, really hard work. Um, and he would never meet me in the hole. Sammy Zetek um, would not catch a single ball on Lighting Island. Uh, would be clamped for 60 minutes uh, of football because nobody catches passes on Lighting Island, especially Sammy Zetek. Um, Luke Vols, um, great commissioner, one of the poorest three-point shooters I have ever seen. Coming around the mountain is a guaranteed rebound for me because I know I'm eating up those clanks. Uh, this one is for Nate Meter. This one's going to take a little bit of time, maybe. Nate has the audacity to text me after I beat him, quote, you got lucky, unquote. Uh, no, I didn't get lucky. I'm just better than Nate at fantasy football. And truth be told, it's not close. Um, and my, my simple observation about Nate and why, from a personal standpoint, I would love to see Nate get last. Now, obviously, that's not going to happen this year, but that's what I would love. Because I know Nate takes this league personally more than anyone else. Like, he hurts when he loses. And so, to think about that man getting last place, in a weird way, it brings me a little bit of joy of how much I know it would just crush him. And because he texted me, you got lucky after I beat him in fantasy football. And the worst part was, is that I know he meant it. No, Nate, I didn't get lucky. I'm just better than you. Um, John, my roommate, love him to death. And I know that my observation is accurate because I see him every single day. On average, John spends, I would say, three to four hours dealing with fantasy football, whether it be surfing the waiver wire, whether it be on his plethora of fantasy football advice apps, running things through trade analyzers. Um, John is always wheeling and dealing to the point where I think he loves fantasy football more than he loves Sarah. That is all. I just need to circle back to this. Nate texted me, quote, you got lucky, quote. And then I was put onto this video by J.J. Watt. Uh, he was mad. He was spewing on the sideline a little bit. And all he said was, nope, maybe we're just better. All these excuses, nope, maybe we're just better. He texted me, you got lucky. That one hurt. Friend to friend, that one hurt. Because I know he meant it. Uh, but I didn't get lucky. I always have been. I always will be better at fantasy football than Nate. Uh my W over him, that was for Henry, having to backpack that weak, 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 did I say weak, squad. Uh, Henry, that was for you. All right, yams. I can't believe you guys are going to make me roast you all on Thanksgiving, but didn't get enough submissions. We got some good ones, but not enough. So I'm going to open up the yearbook here a little bit and uh, give you guys a little roast in the form of analogies to high school kids, okay? So if we can all just take a little trip on back, I'm gonna take you back. And we're gonna start with Jesse Tenney. 
Jesse right now is kind of that awkward kid in high school that doesn't really have much of a history of dating and no real history at all with girls. Um, and then all of a sudden on a Saturday night, he makes out with the hottest girl in school while she was 100% drunk and he was 100% sober. And all of a sudden he's the man and he's the cool kid in school. He's bragging about it, telling everybody about it, not kind of, kind of leaving out the point about her being drunk and him not, and her not remembering any of it. But that's kind of what he reminds me of. He has no history in this league. And now he's, you know, whatever his record is, eight and two or whatever. And he's on his high throne and he's telling everybody about it. Um, next, Jacob. Jacob is the theater kid. Kind of keeps to himself, minds his own business. Um, no one really bothers him. He doesn't bother anybody else. And then all of a sudden, spring of senior year, he writes a piece in the school paper just slamming everyone in the school slamming the entire school everybody you know it's it's a terrible environment and you know he was just this theater kid that that no one really thought much of you know kind of quiet and then all of a sudden boom you know just writes this slamming piece right before he heads out and uh, that's kind of what the law firm feels like esto uh, Esto does everything right. He shows up to class on time. He raises his hand. He's polite. The teachers love him. And then he gets a 20 on his ACT. And it kind of holds him back a little bit, you know? Like, he's right there. All he needed was a, a decent score. He gets his full ride. But he gets a 20. And it kind of holds him back. And it feels like he he just needs that little extra bump. Um and that's Esto, I feel like, in this league. You know, always kind of third place. He just needs that one little little nod. Um, Matt Karloff. Loaf is kind of a jock. He's the jock, right? And he can't stop talking about the football team every year and how good the team's going to be. How, you know, all the pieces that they have. Uh, how the lineup is just absurd. He can't stop talking about it. At the beginning of the year. And then, you know, they, they lose a couple games and all of a sudden you don't hear much from him, right? It's all this hype at the beginning of the year, how good the team's going to be. He's jazzed. And then it kind of, it just doesn't really go according to his plan. Um, Nate Meter. Nate is the senior that started his sophomore and junior year, but then kind of gets complacent, right? And he starts playing poorly. His starting spot gets taken by a sophomore. You know, they want to move on. And he, he just can't fathom it. He can't fathom the fact that he's not a starter anymore. And, you, you know, there's some weird things that happen. You, like, see his mom coming out of the coach's office on Tuesday after he kind of rides pine for a game. And he just got complacent, really. And he started playing poorly. And, um, you know, he... He kind of shakes it off, brushes it off, and doesn't really act like it's anything, but inside it kills him. And then you see his mom walk out of the coach's office, things start getting weird, and he kind of mails it in. Osh. Osh is the class clown, says he doesn't care about school, but in reality, he deeply cares about school. And in reality, Osh deeply cares about the fantasy football league. Even though he, he puts on this facade, acts like he doesn't, he does. Deep down, it eats him when he loses. 
and uh, you know, it's all jokes for the most part, Monday through Thursday. And then on Friday, Saturday, you know, he gets a little, he gets a little antsy and, and gets a little nervous and uh, he just doesn't show it. Um, Trevor Lighting. Trevor Lighting was six foot one, 185 in eighth grade, and he hasn't grown an inch and put on a pound since. He peaked in eighth grade and then everyone caught up to him in high school. You know, he was just, he was supposed to be this, this dude, right? And then everyone kind of caught up. They started catching up to the fastball. They started hitting him a little harder, um, bouncing off his tackles. You know, 6'1", 185 in eighth grade, 6'1", 190 senior year. He's just kind of lost it a little bit. He's lost a step. He doesn't have that little uh, oomph on everybody anymore. Um, Z-Tech. Z-Tech is a super senior. Um, failed out senior year, came back for another year. Everyone kind of, everyone thinks he's cool. Everyone kind of looks up to him in a way, but also kind of feels bad for him, right? He, he, he sticks around and he's just kind of still there. He hangs out. He's got friends, but you know, a lot of friends, but no close ones. Um, and that's what his team feels like. It, it feels like the super senior. Everyone kind of feels bad for him a little bit, but you know, he gets, he, he, he does enough, I suppose. And next is going to be Will. And last is going to be Will. Will was homecoming king. He was on student council. He was involved in the community. You know, good parents, good family, very respected. And then he gets a B in chemistry his senior year. Everything goes south. Um, you know, just that one B, that one little kind of blemish. And it just eats him up. He goes on a trip to Costa Rica to find himself after high school. And then you never really, you know, it just, he was that guy. He was, he really was. And in our league, he was that guy. He's won it twice, right? And then it's just that one B in chemistry. It's that one bad year. And now he's trying to make up for it, trying to overcompensate, overcome it. And uh, the trip to Costa Rica. So that's it. Um... Uh, good luck this week everybody except for Ash. welcome to thursday happy thanksgiving love you all thankful and as always fuck you guys